Welcome to Forging a Life Beyond the Curve, calling in your unique destiny with Coach Christine Clark. Imagine you are a ball of steel, smooth, small, and cool to the touch. Your very being is softened by fire as you take hits that shape you. Christine is a transformational life coach dedicated to empowering entrepreneurs to create a whole life success on their terms. On this show, you will be forged into a magnificent, powerful, highly functional work of art that is your significant life. Now, here's your host, Christine Clark. Join me, Coach Christine Clark, as we forge our lives. We are going to go beyond the curve and call in your unique destiny. Who will you be when you believe you have what it takes? And hello, hello, this is Coach Christine Clark, and delighted to be with you here on this beautiful Tuesday morning. Um, Today, we're going to talk about it's relative, the essence of meaningful relationships. But before we get into that, I want to tell you about a few upcoming shows that I'm just excited about. I am here every fourth Tuesday at 11 a.m. Pacific, 2 p.m. Eastern. And on August 24th, I will have the fabulous Jennifer Schaefer, who is a Jungian coach and a RIM facilitator as my guest. And we're going to do some shadow work. We're going to walk through the four stages of self-awareness. And if you want, we'll do a little bit of shadow work with you. If you want to call in, it's going to be a great show with Jen. On September 28th, it's going to be Robin Eaton. Uh, She is a great friend, a life coach, She is the CEO of Soul Touched by Robin. Robin is a shaman as well. And we're going to deep dive into fate versus destiny. It's going to be great. We're going to do a little bit of soul throwing during that show. So you can get a little bit of a reading from Robin if you would like. Today, I am giving away a laser coaching program during this show. It is your opportunity to work one-on-one with me for multiple sessions. It's a program to break through the blocks, be real specific, move those boulders that are in your way out of the way so you can continue on your path. And you can do that by sending an email to my email, forging a life with coach Christine at gmail.com. Need your name, your email address, and your phone number. You can also call in at 1-800-930-2819. Give your information. We'll put you in and someone's going to earn a full coaching program, laser coaching program today. So let's get into the content. It's relative, the essence of meaningful relationships. And when in the program that I do with Forging a Life, one of the segments that we cover is the thermal cycling, which is where the greatest transformation occurs. That's where the greatest changes happen when the sword is fully immersed into a molten salt and it transforms the sword on its molecular structure. And one of the full immersions in our lives is our relationships. We are in relationships 24-7, 365 for our entire life. And it is one of those parts where we can transform internally significantly by way we interact with people, by fulfilling our own desires. And of course, when you are in an entrepreneurship, that significant other relationship is the one that can make or break the business. When things are going well, if you have support, if you have the freedom to do what you need to do in business, can circle back around and have that connection 
on your personal life, then things go really well and it can lift the business. But if there is strife, if there is struggle, if there is an unfair division of labor, if there's just all of that in the relationship, it carries over into your business. So talking about our relationships today, yes, it's going to mean a lot for the relationship between yourself and children, yourself and your parents, between friendships, between coworkers, but the most significant relationship is that one with your love of your life that really everything else evolves around. So in 2020, when everything shut down, I heard a lot of fabulous stories that came out of that year where because people were in home together, they were having meals together. There wasn't all the distractions and running around to a bazillion different activities overall, God's green earth. Then people were able to reconnect. People were able to uh, connect, especially with their children in a way that they hadn't before. And there was a lot of great stuff that came out of that. Also, I know that domestic violence went through the roof in that same time period. People lost their jobs. Their daily routines were totally disrupted. There was a lot of fear, a lot of anxiety, and no holds to how do we manage this? And it got came out in anger and violence. And so those are the kind of the two extremes. And most of our relationships are somewhere in between. We are hardwired for connection. We are tribal at our roots, and we desire most to have inclusion, to have belonging, to be seen, to be heard, to be valued. Those are those needs that we are trying to get filled, that we want to get fulfilled in our relationships. And conflict happens. You know, anger, irritation, resentment, regret, all of those show up. And those are the energies that break the ties that bind us together. When you're angry, when there's irritation, and when we get hurt emotionally because of something somebody said or something somebody did, then it triggers us quite often into isolation or distancing from the person or hiding our authentic selves because we're not going to bring forth who we really are. And we turn away. You don't make eye contact, you stay busy, you avoid, all of that happens. And for you folks that are watching here on Facebook, and for those that are listening, I want to hear on a scale of one to 10, you know, one being I rarely am ever irritated with my significant other, or 10, it feels like I'm irritated with my significant other almost all the time, and see where we land. I'd love to know who we're who's in the audience, who's listening, and where we're at. So you can call in to the 1-800-930-2819. Just give us a number between 1 and 10. Put it up in the comments in the Facebook page if you want. That would be great. There is an energy to build to conflict, and there's an energy to uh, having resolution. And just to illustrate how simple it is that we get into this irritation, it happens so easily, especially with people that are in our own household. Um, as a life coach, I get 
asked sometimes to come and do some life coaching with my friends, with my people. And a couple of weeks ago, I had um, these two ladies that are close and dear to me. Um, they're a little bit older. And I got the call that I need you to come over and, and have a conversation. So I went over and had the conversation. And my friend A, who asked me to come, was in a state of, I guess, some sadness, some hurt. And she was trying to figure out um, what, you know, how to deal with what's going on. And her part of the story was that occasionally she feels overly warm. So she goes and she turns up the ceiling fan to get some air across her face. And her housemate, who tends to be cold, was feeling irritated, like then she would be colder and would become angry. And so this interaction between the two ladies, my two friends, one was feeling like she was expressing, um, taking care of her own needs by going and turning up the ceiling fan. The other one had a story going that because the ceiling fan was being changed, that she didn't have control, that her needs were not being considered. And so I had the conversation and then with person A, and then person A says, I wanna bring person B into this conversation, which is perfect can't have resolution without both people. And I'm gonna keep telling this story and we're gonna skip the first break people because I wanna have this all embodied in one section. So um, I went and got person B and said, hey, would you come join the conversation? Now, everything I just told you happened after they had both of them together. And so then we continued to express what we were feeling, express our needs, both of them, indicated that they want the other person to be comfortable, that um, they love each other and they are important to each other. And it was just a matter of figuring out some dynamics so that they both can feel valued while they're also taking care of their personal needs. It was great. They came to a resolution, they set some covenants and moved on. How simple is it that we get irritated with something like changing a ceiling fan and turning it on to a higher level or turning it off happens all the time and when everything was said and done friend b came back around and said you know you really should let somebody know when they're going to be in counseling and what she was expressing was the anxiety she felt when i came and said hey come and join the conversation when you come to the table to have a conversation and hash out the realities of what's going on in the dynamics of the household between you and somebody else, there is a little bit of fear. There is an increase of anxiety and some stress. We know we're in conflict. We know we're kind of in a disconnect. We choose to come forward and it's a little bit stressful. And I told her, I told them the truth, that that spike of adrenaline is natural. It's the energy of what's going to happen. I don't know what's going to happen. And it's, it can't be eliminated. It's going to be there. Anytime you have the courage to address what is, 
it's going to be a little bit exciting. And if you choose not to have the conversations because of that energy of, I don't know how this is going to roll out, a little bit of fear, and you never have those conversations, you lose. We all lose. So you have to step in and have that conversation, even though it's a little bit rocking the boat. You know, and what you want to be able to do is do your homework, vent, emote. Um, I coach people through these kinds of things all the time. And I reconnect them to their elemental self, to their internal self, where their answers are, where their deep desires sit. And they realize that not only can they survive, they can thrive. You know, that soulmate love is on the other side of the conflicted conversation. So the other part is when we dance around that stuff that is, when we dance on what I call the BS, when we hide, when we stuff, when we evade, while we're maintaining the status quo, we're building walls. And some of us have been dancing around the BS so long that it's reflexive. And I'm willing to bet that there's probably maybe a few of you out there who have done a specific argument with your significant other, the love of your life enough that you could do it verbatim, start to finish. I might be the only one, but it's part of what we do just because it's uncomfortable to come to the table. And I'd like to go ahead and take a break here in just a minute. Um, want to talk about that laser coaching program that's available for you. It's your time to do a one-on-one -on -one and deal with some of these issues to clear the energy so you can have a deeper, more connected relationship. So you can put your name in to receive that coaching program. It is 1-800-930-2819 uh, if you want to call in, give your name uh, email address and phone number, or email me forging a life with coach Christine at gmail.com and give me all your contact information and we'll get in touch with you. If you would love to have just a conversation that maybe something's popping up as I'm talking, go to my website, Sunglow Transformation. You can click on a free coaching session, a one off session, absolutely free, and we can have a conversation about what's showing up for you, what's being triggered. Um, I am Coach Christine Clark. You can find me at sunglowtransformation.com. I am also on Instagram and Facebook and LinkedIn at Sunglow Transformation, uh, Entrepreneurial Coach Christine Clark. And in our next section, we're going to talk about engagement. So what is engagement? I don't, I'm not talking about putting a ring on your finger and pressing your lifelong connection with somebody else. I'm talking about coming to the table to have those conversations. And we'll take a little break right here and then I'll be back. Does your life often feel like an emotional tsunami where rogue waves crash down on you, leaving you feeling hopeless and wondering if it will ever end? Do you wish to awaken the dormant strength inside of you? Imagine what it would be like to turn your pain into purpose. Start today by scheduling a complimentary consultation with Martinet. Dive into your healing journey and begin to see your life in a new light. Visit martineemmons.com and make your appointment today. 
you're driven, and it totally shows. Your career is taking off, you're killing it in the mom game. But did your health needs make it on the plate this week? Tune in to the Boss Up Babe radio show, where Carissa Adkins helps babes show up, boss up, and thrive. Every second and fourth Tuesday at 12.30 p.m. Pacific on TransformationTalkRadio.com. Become the boss babe you were meant to be. To sign up for one of Carissa's group coaching programs, visit 365dailyhustle.com. Optimize your breast cancer screening without any radiation or pain. Effective, sensitive, and widely used thermal imaging in Europe is now available to you here in the U.S. Using state-of-the-art FDA-approved camera, Eastside's first and only breast thermography clinic is now open in Bellevue. Safe, sensitive, low cost, no referrals needed. Contact Holistique Medical Center at 425-451-0404 or on the web, drdarvish.com. Tune into Hungry for Answers every first and third Thursday at 9 a.m. Pacific, 12 p.m. Eastern on TransformationTalkRadio.com with me, Robin Clare. I am a recovery coach, professional, and best-selling author, bringing you eye-opening conversations about addiction and groundbreaking tools for recovery. To learn about me and my offerings, visit Clarity.com. That's Claire, C-L-A-R-E-I-T-Y.com. Have you heard about shifting the collective vibration and consciousness on the planet? Join me, Kimberly Barrett, on the Sharing Love and Light show every first and third Tuesday at 4 p.m. Pacific, 7 p.m. Eastern at TransformationTalkRadio.com to explore the depth of vibration and consciousness on our planet and learn how you can shine your love and light. To learn more, visit SharingLoveAndLightShow.com. Hey everybody, it's me, Psychic Medium Jamie. And me, Spirit Walker Nicole. We are so excited to introduce you to our new live call-in show called Shades of Spirit on TransformationTalkRadio.com. As we connect you with your crossed over loved ones, angels, and guides, and also help you develop your own psychic and healing abilities. For more information and to book your own private experience, go to ShadesOfSpirit.com and also follow us on TransformationTalkRadio.com. Hello, this is Coach Christine Clark. I am coach with sunglowtransformation.com. You can find me on the web. You can find me on Instagram and uh, Facebook and LinkedIn at Sunglow Transformation, Transformational Life Coach Christine Clark. And today we are on, this is the Forging Life with Coach Christine going beyond the curve, calling in your unique destiny. And today is all about uh relationships, the essence of meaningful relationships and engagement. Engagement is when you come to the conversation, when you engage with that person that you're in relationship with in a meaningful way. It's having those difficult conversations and the optimal, the best way when you've have a lot of practice when you are really self-aware is to catch it in the moment. The absolute best is when you realize something's going down, when you realize you've been triggered, when you realize that somebody has said something that hurts or is painful or makes you angry, when you respond in the moment, address it in the moment, that's the best. However, it's extremely difficult to do that productively because when we get triggered, when our ego gets smacked, when what we're doing or we think somebody's calling us out or just 
being rude. Um, we instantly go to protect, we go to justify, we go to defend, we want to fire all the cannons, we want to attack, we want to blame, and we want to play the victim card. And that it's goes back to that reptilian part of our brain, where it's fight or flight. And quite often, if we get hurt in a conversation, or somebody does something or says something that triggers us, um, it's we want to fight, we want to, you know, her. And so that is not productive. You can't bring that into a relationship and a conversation and have it go well. And so it's really important to be able to step back and breathe. And at a certification, um, coaching certification I did a couple of years back, and it was a full immersion uh, certification. I love those where you are in it. Um, you live it, you breathe it for an entire week, you're coaching coaches, they're coaching you, you're being coached, you get a practice and it's just incredibly rich. We get to work on our own doo-doo and it's fantastic. And this particular certification, um, about halfway through the week, we did a skit. And so we all got broken down into groups of four to go put on, you know, prepare a skit. And then we were gonna come back and do the skit. Now, the four people I was, the, I was one of four people, two of the other ladies that I was with um, were ladies that um, have coached for some time. They're really good at their work. I'd seen them at other um, certifications. We knew each other. And then we had um, a gal that was fairly new. This was her first coaching certification to be present at. And while we're preparing for this skit, the new gal said something and it was rude it was um, damaging and it was just a real strikeout against one of the other gals and all of us felt it i know i felt it and i saw it on the faces of the other two gals and there was like this pause and then we started talking about the skit again we just kind of rolled over it and went on and when we have, and I look back at that, like we had three really skilled coaches in that group and none of us took that on and said, hey, what just happened? And had a conversation. We could have had a great conversation. We could have broken it down and thought what was under that? What was, you know, what came up? Why was that said? But we didn't and we're professionals. So it's really hard to be able to catch things in the moment. Um, my own experience that I want to share is with my sister. Um, and we have a little bit of a contentious relationship. She lives halfway across the country from me. And a couple of years back, she was home and her family came back and to do um, the holidays. And so we're all together, um, the extended family and uh, having a meal. And during the afternoon or we're talking um started talking about some old family friends and our family was good friends with another family that had kids about the same age and i remember that that family lived on a farm and when we go visit we get a i get a run over the farm barefoot and it was great i never thought about the connection or why our families were our families were friends so my father started talking that their their dad bill was a good friend of my father's because they had gone to seminary together. And that came up in the conversation. And I said, I never realized that Bill also went to seminary. My sister says, I can't believe you didn't know that. 
And it was just a simple word, but for me, it was a verbal slap in the face. I felt in my entire body. I was shocked. I was stunned and I was silent. So when you are triggered, there's fight, flight, and freeze. And for a couple seconds, I froze. And then the words came back, but I bit back the response that showed up for me because it was vicious and it was angry and I didn't say it. And part of me wishes that I had the ability to let loose and to say those things. And I know that that's not helpful in that moment. So it just, it doesn't work. You have to let it ride and then come back later. You know, Brene Brown has a fantastic story of working with a woman or having a woman come and talk with her and then email her. And the woman's quite rude and very um, pointed about all she knows and how everybody else doesn't do well. And in an email from this woman, Brene got triggered. Uh, the woman pointed out how she had made a mistake in, in the speech that this woman had heard. And so Brene put together an email and carbon copied the woman's uh, boss. And it, the detail in the email was really specific and really um, went after this gal. But before she sent it, she decided to pull and ask people about what they thought of this woman and whether or not her email uh, should be sent. And a lot of people said, yeah, absolutely. She deserves it. She's a jerk. And it wasn't until Brene was in her um, counselor's office, therapist's office, and therapist just asked, so what do you want this woman to feel? Well, I want her to feel found out and I want her to feel small. And she realized how vicious she was and how she wanted that other woman to hurt like she had hurt. And so she didn't send the email because that accomplishes nothing. And it derails the relationships rather than builds the relationships. So what do we do? Well, we have to center and we have to get rid of our energy and then center. Circling back around is a really fantastic strategy to not deal with it in the moment, but to go back later and say, hey, I want to have a conversation about what happened. And you can do that when you're not wound up in your own emotion, when you're not in that state of being triggered in the state of heightened emotion. And so one of the things that I work with my people is taking them through the hierarchy of human emotion. Our emotions are layered. And at the very top is the anger. And when we're, you know, pissed off and under the anger is pain or hurt when, because whatever that person did said hurt us and triggered the anger. And so then there's hurt. And under the hurt is the fear, the fear that we might deserve it, the fear that the relationship might fall apart, the fear of doing something about it, but there's fear. And then under the fear is regret. 
regret for what did happen, regret for what didn't happen, regret for what we should have done, could have done, because ultimately a lot of what happens around us, we instigate, we have control over, and our own actions per perpetuate that. So then there's regret. And then you get to desire. And desire is what do I really want? What do I want for us? What do I want personally? What do I want for you? And under that desire, then comes love and appreciation. What I love about you, what I appreciate about you. And when you've gone through that hierarchy and get down to the love and appreciation, you're clean. You can then go and have the conversation you want to have. Now, I work with people through this a lot of different ways. Most often it's written as what I call a letter uh, that you're never intending to send. So you write to that person and you're angry and you're pissed off and you just write until it gets done. And then you write about the hurt and then you write about the fear and then you write about the regret and you write about the desire and the love. And then you're clear. Sometimes I have the person, um, if we're doing a video, I'll have them take a towel and beat a chair while they yell it out, scream it out. The physical manifest of releasing happens then. My own personal self, I've gone out into the woods and grabbed huge sticks and beat on trees and logs to vent while I work through the layers to get myself clear. And when you have that, then you can come back and have the conversation. It's very, very powerful. In the conversation, the start is, what am I making it mean? You can get to what am I making it mean when you work through the emotions. The incident with my sister, I made it mean that I'm stupid, that I'm not keeping up with the rest of the family, that somehow I missed something that was important and I'm not on the ball. That's what I made it mean. And when you talk about what you make it mean, because anything that triggers you is coming from your own perspective. And we can make anything mean anything. And it doesn't necessarily mean that the other person intended that at all, but it's what we make it mean. All behaviors and attempts, I guess all behaviors are attempts to meet precious needs. And that's what we need. Um, and that's what other people are doing, even though we get irritated from them. But once you've processed through your own emotions, once you are clear, then you can come back and invite somebody to step into the conversation and you can have the conversation um, at the table and come to the table. The invite is, hey, you know, that thing that happened, I want to talk to you about what happened the other day. Would you be willing to talk with me? And when you come to the table, when you come into the conversation, it's really important to have the space and the presence for the two of you. So wherever that needs to happen, so there's no distractions, putting the phones down, 
if you have kids in the household, you need to have the kids occupied so you can go have a conversation with your significant other. Um, set it up so that you can focus on and look at each other. And that's what it takes. That's what it takes. So get clear, process your own stuff so you can come clean, do the invitation, set it up so there's no distractions. And it is really, really important that if you can't have the conversation when you invite someone in, it's best if you can do it right then. But if you can't, make sure you do it as soon as possible because that spread of time between when the invitation to step in and have the conversations made and when the actual conversation happens, the longer that is, the more our heads get in the way and the more wound up we can get. It gets scary. There are relationship building phrases that you want to use while you're in that conversation. And we'll go ahead and come back to that after the break. We're going to talk about what do you say when you come to the table, when you're in that conversation. Today, you have the opportunity to win the laser coaching program. You can email me at forging a life with coach Christine Clark at Gmail, put in your name, your email address and um, phone number, label it free laser coaching program, our opportunity to work together and bust through some of those blocks, solidify some of your relationships, do what you need, have done, address what's important to you uh, so you can clear it and so you can move forward. I am Coach Christine Clark. My company is Sunglow Transformation. You can find me on the web. You can have a one-off free coaching session there. You can uh, look at, uh, plug in my, yourself into my calendar. Find me on uh, Instagram. Find me on Facebook. Find me on LinkedIn at Sunglow Transformation. Transformational Coach Christine Clark. I do speaking. I do training. I do group coaching as well as one-on-one -on -one coaching. And we're going to come right back after just a few minutes here. Are you feeling the complexity of life? Do you feel that urge to step into something greater? Tune in to Nailed It Radio. Find your simplicity within your complexity with me, life coach, Carrie Nail. Tune in each month on TransformationTalkRadio.com to discover what it means to use your full power to be the best version of yourself. Imagine stepping into the energy of saying yes to yourself and knowing you nailed it. For more information about me, visit CarrieNail.com. Are you ready to invest in your best self? Join Sabrina Wright as she shares tools for creating joy and balance in your life every single day. Sabrina is here to help you become your greatest advocate and empower you to make decisions that will help you live your best life. The Live the Good Life Show, connecting your physical and spiritual self every second Thursday at 11 a.m. Pacific on TransformationTalkRadio.com. Find Sabrina at the right, W-R-I-G-H-T, balance.com. Tune in to the show, Heart change consciousness with me dr trish derosher as stories of inspired activism come to life listening to conversations with your favorite authors change makers and many more who practice inspired spiritual activism and transform vulnerabilities into sources of strength let's be inspired together through my show heart change consciousness on transformationtalkradio.com 
Are you ready to branch out? Take a leap of faith. Tune in to Get Rooted Radio with Erica Gifford-Mills on TransformationTalkRadio.com to equip, empower, and enlighten yourself. Erica will energize and excite you to power up your passionate dream that sets your soul on fire. So get fearlessly ready and get powerfully rooted in your yes to live it up, love it up, and let it go. Visit GetRootedRadio.com. Sometimes being human has its challenges. Our physical health falters, our spirits sag, our dreams don't immediately come to fruition. Welcome to the power of Maximum Medicine Radio. Join me, Doc Martin, in conversations that will blow your mind about healing. In our hit show, Doc Martin addresses the scientific with bridging to the mystical approaches to give you a new narrative about Maximum Medicine. In this live call-in show, we will journey into the extraordinary genius of the human body and talk about other beliefs that impact being your multidimensional self. We seek the seen and the unseen and explore the earthbound and the otherworldly, all with the purpose of calling forth the maximum you. To learn more about Doc Martin and Maximum Medicine, visit www.SharonMartinMD.com. Hello, this is Coach Christine Clark back with you. Uh, this is Forging Life with Coach Christine Beyond the Curve, calling in your unique destiny. And today we are talking about the essence of meaningful relationships. When you come into the conversation, there are some real key points when you clear yourself and you're ready to come back and have a conversation about something that happened. Someone said something or did something that triggered you, irritation or anger showed up. And you realize that we make things mean. Um, so then it's time to have the conversation, to talk with somebody. Nothing happens unless you communicate what you're feeling, what you're thinking, and what you desire. The other person doesn't know. And sometimes we believe that once we have said something once that they should know. It's not necessarily true conversation is part of a huge part of the relationship communicating is core it's central and when you come to the table to have a conversation especially after there's been a trigger been an irritation been maybe a little blow up um, there are some real good relationship building phrases that you can use to just be clean in your conversation and this starts with when you when you say this, when you do that, and it's just being very specific about a word or an action or a phrase, when you, the next piece is, I make it mean, I make it mean. And when you do that, I make it mean, then you are owning your part in what's perceived. And you wanna share your personal feeling when you are on your phone during dinner, I make it mean that I'm not important. Or I make it mean that the people that you're interacting with on Facebook are more important than me. I make it mean that I'm not worth your time. It's never going to be, I make it mean something about them. So I make it mean that you're a jerk. I make it mean that you're insensitive. Nope, those don't play. It's whatever comes for your personal feeling. 
And then you make the clean ask, would you, would you be willing to put down your phone while we have dinner together? And the reason you ask would, now would is a very specific word. You don't ask them if they could, because could is, are you capable of? Would is a choice. You, they're willing to, or they're not willing to. So would you? So when you fill in the blank, I make it mean, and would you ask for what you want? And of course, from there, there's negotiation, there's more conversation. Now, I will let you know that it takes practice and both parties to have awareness to keep using these set and stems to have the conversation and to get what you want. The next piece of having essence of meaningful relationships is boundaries. Boundaries are an empowering tool. The, they enhance the quality of an equitable relationship um, with your spouse, with your significant other, with your parent, your child, your friendships, and your coworkers. You know, in, in sports, like in baseball, you have the lines along the baseball field. In tennis, there's lines that de define the tennis court. In football, there's lines that define the field. And so you, people know when they're inbound and they know when they're out of bounds. It's about having a structure to work with and knowing where you stand. Signs, especially with traffic flow, help traffic move when you have one way and don't enter. That way, traffic knows where to go and you're keeping people from getting hurt. So boundaries help. Boundaries build relationship. When my kids were growing up, um, there were four of us in the house that was built by my husband's father uh, on the farm, and we had a bathroom open door policy. So the bathroom door was always open. Somebody could be taking a shower and somebody could be brushing their teeth. And if you want to sit and have privacy, you shut the door. And everybody knew that when the door was shut, it, you don't go in. Otherwise, the door is open and everybody can move around as needed. We didn't have girls, so those families with girls, I know that can be a little different. There's more need for privacy, but it was clear. It was a clear boundary and it worked. Everybody knew and it was part of working together as a family. So the boundaries have to be clear. And the first thing you want to do is be able to get clear yourself. You have to be crystal clear on what you want. And so many times, not every time, but so many times when I'm working with people and I ask them to define what is it that you want, the first thing that comes out of their mouth is, well, I don't want. Because we are looking at what irritates us. We're looking at the actions of somebody else that we would like, prefer not to happen. We're looking at the things that are there that are seem bigger than life that we don't want. And so we say, well, I don't want, unfortunately don't want doesn't have any clarity to it. Think about looking up at the sky on away from the city, clear night. And you point at the star on the top corner of the big dipper and say, well, I don't want that one. Well, you have all the rest of the big dipper stars and all the rest of the stars in the sky. And there's no clarity there. So we want to boil it down to what do you desire? 
what is it that you want? I want peace of mind. I want to start the day with space. I want presence when we're together. So you know what you want, what your end goal is. And then you communicate, which is often the step that we skip. You have to communicate what you want. You have to set the boundary. So I want peace of mind. So I want to know when my people leave from here and drive five hours to home, I want to know that they make it home. So the request is text me when you get home. So I know. I want to start the day with some space. I want to have time to be quiet and time for my first cup of coffee before I interact with anybody. Great. Say, I want to not talk with you, talk with anyone until after the coffee's done. I want presence when we're together. And that's where you put the phone away while we watch a show with me. So you have to communicate. Sometimes we don't communicate because we have fear, anxiety, conflict. It takes courage to be able to define what you want and ask for it in a clean way. And communication is the key. So you make the clean response, the clean I want, would you, and then get a receipt. What did you hear me say? Well, I heard you say that you don't want me to talk to you in the morning. No, I just need to get through my first cup of coffee in silence, and then I'm ready to talk with you and engage with you. I just need help setting the day. What did you hear me say? Well, I heard you say that you want to finish your first cup of coffee before we start having a conversation. Yes. Would you do that? Yes. Perfect. And then the hard part of the boundaries comes when we set them and then we have to reinforce them without irritation. So there will always be resistance to change. When we have new things come up, when we want to try and do new things, it takes time. And when you're shifting a dynamic in the relationship, it's going to take some time. It's going to take repetition. And there, a story I just read recently, there was a woman who wanted more connection with her family. And so she bought a basket and had the family put the phones in the basket so that she wanted them to all make the meal, the evening meal together, to have the evening meal and then clean up together. And that way she wasn't left cooking and cleaning and she got to have time with her family. Well, there was a ton of griping and grumbling and nah, nah, nah. She stood her ground had people put the phones in the basket and work together to make the meal, to have the meal and then clean up. And what happened was once they were in it, there was more connection with the family. There was conversation, there was laughter, there was kidding and the work got done and they had connection and she wasn't doing all of it, but it took persistence to say, this is what I want. And this is what we're going to do. And to knock back down, when people grumble and gripe. New habits take repetition. It takes a while to be able to remember that someone made this request of us and to stick it out long enough to have the boundaries respected means that you have to enforce them. You have to say, hey, I know that you 
want to talk to me this morning, but remember, I need to finish my coffee and I'll be with you in a few minutes. What you're going to find when you set your boundaries and get into it and actually have things start shaking out the way you want, that you can make small adjustments, you can make some shifts, you can recommit, and you can build that boundary making muscle and have cleaner relationships that are stronger than more resilient. It really works. So we are all doing the best we can with the knowledge and the skills that we have. You're doing the best you can with the knowledge and the skills and understanding you have, and they are doing the best they can with the knowledge and the skills that they have. You have to accept that everybody's doing their best. And that way you have room to work with what's there to build with what you want. What are you committed to? There's a sign that my husband has in his workshop that says, I'd rather be happy than right. Are you ready to allow for some things, for people to have some leeway, for them to have what they want and have more happiness? Are you ready to willing to commit? Are you more committed to freedom for yourself or maintaining the inequity in the status quo? Do you want to raise children with resilience or do you want to raise children that are overwhelmed by life because you never allowed them to fall down? Having each other's back is hugely important and it takes commitment to what you're more committed to. If you're more committed to a deeper loving relationship, if you're more committed to that soulmate love, if you're more committed to making it work and getting your needs fulfilled while fulfilling the needs of those around you, it's worth the work. You can do the work. And not only are you going to be able to survive, you're going to be able to thrive beyond it. You want trust, support, have a safe space and unconditional love. Those are the pieces that count to have trust the people around you, to trust, let them trust you, to support them, to create a safe space where everyone has a voice, where people can be vulnerable and to have that unconditional love that no matter what, we're going to work through it no matter what we're going to hold. Those create the cornerstone on which a fulfilling life can be forged. You know, my husband and I learned to work together in a canoe. When I knew how to canoe, and he was new at it. And we put each other into a canoe when we were just dating. And we learned to work together because he was trying to run the show at, at the beginning, right at the front of the canoe where you're supposed to be the motor. The person that steers is in the back. I was in the back because I knew how to canoe. And on that first outing, he was trying to prove to me what he could do. And I was pissed at him because he wasn't letting me do what I knew how to do until I whipped that canoe around a couple of times. And we had a verbal exchange that was rapid fire. And it's like, I'm steering. You're the engine. Let's get it right. And then... The communication happened and we learned to work together in the canoe. You can do that also. You can work with your partner. You can have the exchange, be clear about roles and really grow from there. It's quite possible. It's possible always.
The truly deep relationship will provide connection and individual freedom for everyone at all costs. The flexibility to roll out changes and allow for personal growth and the growth of the relationship. You know, it's never over and it will be okay in the end. And if it's not okay, then it's not the end. This is Coach Christine Clark with Sunglow Transformation. I am hoping that some of this relationship conversation landed with you today. I hope that you took some uh, takeaways, that you understand the hierarchy of human emotion and can use that to get clear, that you picked up the phrases for the interaction that were needed so you can have those clarifying clarifying conversations. Go to my website, sunglowtransformation.com. Click on the free coaching session. I would be delighted to talk with you about anything that we covered in this show today. It's been a hoot. It's been great. I love doing this and talking and sharing with all of you. And let me know how it lands. Let me know what you're able to do with it. You can find me on the web. I'm at sunglowtransformation.com. I am on Instagram and Facebook and LinkedIn, Sunglow Transformation, Transformational Coach, Christine Clark. Until next time, we'll see you in a month on the fourth Tuesday. Thank you. Thanks for tuning in to Forging a Life with Christine Clark. Remember to acknowledge your talents and skills. Your gifts are the elements needed to claim the life of your dreams. Believe you have what it takes to forge the life you want. Through intuition, trusting yourself, and the process, take action and call your life into a vibrant, beautifully lit existence aligned with your core self. To learn more or work with Christine, visit sunglowtransformation.com.